Hi, Internet Land. Yeah. Hey. We're, uh, this is Scrubland. This is Scrubland. Hey, you know what? D-Sale, Casby, Burroughs, all here tonight. <laughs> we're going to talk about, first we're going to start out with what, what we played, why we liked it, all this other stuff. And then we're going to talk about uh, the general uh, good stuff that happened at this tournament in D.C., the Open, the series that we both played at. Me and Casby, D-Sale, left out. Sucks to be you. It does suck to be me. And Dude, we had fun. Yeah, we had a really good time. We had a blast. Well... I had fun. I had fun. Yeah, well, you had fun because you scrubbed. <laughs> I Sometimes it's funner to just play really bad and then go get drunk with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> I sat around and played Settlers with my family. Gross. Seems good. <laughs> yeah. Nice tournament report. That, that's it. That's my whole tournament report. So, so uh, yeah, um, I definitely lost my phone. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, we uh, walked around. I walked around D.C. because I called the person who uh, found it afterwards because he left it in a cab. And uh, I was like, hey, where are you? She was like, oh, this imaginary address. So I walked to an imaginary <laughs> address, and uh, we had a good time. Are you sure you it. weren't just lost in Metro D.C.? Uh, I'm pretty sure I know where the hell 12th and I is because I was about six blocks from it. So so you stood on the corner of 12th and I and then no, it didn't exist? No, I walked exist? up and down I. I walked three blocks both ways because I was like, maybe this bitch was retarded. Apparently and, she was or she was lying. Uh, you know, I came back and Will looked at me and he's like, well, I'm glad you didn't get mugged. And I was like, I don't know any bitches that can mug me. And he's like, yeah, but her big friends can. <laughs> That's a pretty good scam. You steal people's phones and then lure them to dangerous like, parts oh, yeah, of the city. I found this phone. Come to this dangerous piece of the city and we'll whoop your ass. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll give you your phone. We'll give you your phone. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stealing the phone isn't good enough. They have well, there, to. Yeah. There's definitely someone walking around D.C. with my piece of shit Blackberry. You're trying to call people too, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> when you tried to cancel it, well, they I called like... on Sunday to cancel it. And they were like, I was like, what was the last phone call made? And they're like, uh, this afternoon. I was like, oh, because I definitely lost my phone last night. <laughs> yeah. So, Congratulations. Uh, nice life. Yeah. Someone's walking around with a bunch of pretty girls' phone numbers. <laughs> All right. So, Casby, what did Which you play? Which is fine because I wasn't using them. Casby, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did you play and why didn't you play your awesome fun deck? Oh, all right. My awesome fun deck is actually really good. It's really good. It's just slow. It's like ratchet bombs and kill everything every turn. That's yeah. why we call it the awesome fun deck. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it instills a lot of confidence in other people when you say, hey, check out this awesome fun deck I have. Nobody takes you seriously. Yeah. Sorry. And then they lose. Well, everyone always gets mad because I'm like, oh, this is my fun deck. And I'm like, turn three Jace. They're like, <laughs> they're like I'm this fun. I was fun. like, hold on, it gets better. Turn four Gideon. <laughs> I'm having a ton of wow, fun right now. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Turn six Metzer. Like, this isn't fun at all. I, I quit. Turn six Spider-Missaw. <laughs> I am having the most fun. Oh, God. That's, right. what it, that's what it gets fun. When I, when I, Control the board, and then I play my fun cards like Spina Bish Saw. And yeah. Okay, so so blue white shenanigans aside, what'd you actually play in this tournament? Um, I actually played green white Vengevine because I had been testing it all week, and uh, so we get to the tournament center, and you know, Chris is like scouting the room, and he's like, "Dude, everyone's playing vampires and Boros and Cargo." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, my deck's really good against Boros and vampires. I should probably play this." And he's like. Yeah, you should. And I was like, bro said play it? No way. No way. Green white men find it. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I didn't have a very good tournament. I ended up in the draw bracket. With our new uh, biggest fan. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say that. Your new best, your, your well, new then, best like, draw bracket round, friend, yeah. Round one, I lost to Tezzeret Forgemaster, and I, I actually just misplayed a lot, and I don't know. It was bad. And he just set up awkward board states for me to deal with. Nick Saban came by and harassed Nick, you. Nick Saban came by and harassed me. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I felt bad about it. I actually went up to Nick Saban like a couple rounds later, and I was like, dude, I'm really sorry. Like, I wasn't slow playing. He was like, oh, I know. Like, yeah. I saw the board state. I just... I just wanted to give you shit about it. Well, no. Yeah. He, was, he was like... You, you wanted to make He was play. just like, you were just taking a while to, yeah. like, you know do probably a play that didn't matter one way or the other. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Um, Ooh. I mean, he didn't say it like that, but it was, Damn. That, that's the gist of it. Nick's but, like, um, you, you couldn't have won. Just don't worry about <laughs> it. He didn't, no, it wasn't even like that. <laughs> um, but I, I was definitely just in the tank, just shuffling my cards, like with basically a, a mid full of cards with three or four different plays I could have made and just didn't know which one to make. Yeah. But anyways, round three, I'm in the, uh, 
Yeah, my record's 0-1-1 going into round three. So I sit down across, you know, whenever I sit down at an opponent, like, I'm always in a good mood. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, like, when I go into a tournament, I try and keep my spirits high. Hey, buddy. So I sit down, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? My name's Casby. He's like, hey, what's up? I'm Andrew. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting down. I was like, he's just like, shit. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Can I got to play against a sumo wrestler? He's like, <laughs> <in wrestling. laughs> I know, right? How much fun would it be playing? It's fun to play against sumo wrestlers, right? Only if he's in full sumo guard. I was. Okay. I, I, I attended was. DC in a, in a, a diaper. Yeah. Oh. Well, shit. All right, so you had a full gi on, and not then what? Not true, not true. Uh, so I sit down, he's like, shit. I'm like, what? And he's like, I have to play Scrubland. I was like, what? oh. Like four people listen to us yearly. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently, he's, he's some kid who plays Richmond Comics. I, I've never seen him. Like I've never seen him before. And I, not that I go to Richmond Comics all the time, but I've been there enough times. That I felt like I knew a good number of the people there. But, right. Um, anyway, so we proceed to draw the match. He's playing Cago, um, and I, the previous match I drew against Boros. So Which is we insane. proceed to sit next to each other for the next. Three rounds. That's because you're in the 0-1-2 and two bracket, Casby. You can't like, get any more together than that. I mean, they're <laughs> definitely going to stick you together. Well, uh, there was a good number because I, I was like, I, I figured after that draw, like, I was going to be playing up or down. And I always played against someone with the exact same record. Nice. And literally, I looked around and, like, three games, arm's length in either direction, like, always one of the matches was Kago or Boros. Like, every single one of them. And I was like, that's just awkward. Yep. Are you, like, Stretch Armstrong? I am. The, the, with no, we were just games, that tightly packed. No, no, there was 693 players at this friggin' tournament. Literally, I every friggin', okay, er, literally every round, just because I'm annoying, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there singing the Everybody Needs Some Elbow Room song. It's a terrible Dude, song. Dude, it was so awful wow. because yeah. my first three rounds, I was sitting one away from the end of the table, and I was just like, I'm always so close to the comfortable seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just let me sit there, please. I the the venue was pretty decent though, it wasn't, wasn't it? It was a good size venue. Um, like it wasn't like it was it wasn't, it wasn't like the the overcrowded one here in Richmond. Like, no, no, it, it was, was it was adequately sized, huge, yeah. and they still had to, before the tournament even started, they had to kick everyone out of the whole room and then reseat the whole place. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Well, they they had it set up for like 500 people. Yeah. Which is what the number of the last couple of, you know, right. five cases. Exactly. So they were just like, okay. And like, Richmond was the biggest one, and that was around 550. So, like, okay, well, we'll set it up for like 500 and change. 693. Yeah. Pretty insane. <laughs> they get everything registered by 11 o'clock, which is supposed to be done by like 945 or whatever. It's but, like the worst crap shoot wow. ever. And Cherry Tito, of course, takes it down. That yeah. is, that is rare for Star City, actually. They, they, they normally run their stuff real tight. I, well, I, I mean, they, they, they set it up for what they feel they're going to have. I blame Jared. Projected attendance. and then... Oh, it's okay, Jared. We love mm, you. Uh, also, French head judge. Guy was hilarious. <laughs> guy was like, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, and go into the hall for your match sleeps. And uh, follow us on Twitter. Do you ever wish that, like, in real life there was subtitles in front of people? Yeah. You just read that, <laughs> that was instead. This guy. That was this guy. Did, I mean, you could follow him on Twitter. Twitter. And that would help. <laughs> Twitter. Uh, so, what'd you play, Chris Burroughs? Uh, I played Valakid. I, obviously, I love Valakid. It's just fun. I, I didn't feel like it was a bad deck for the tournament. I played Cargo five times. I played Mono Green once. I played Green White. No, no, it was Mono Green three times, Green White once. And uh, it was just a ramp mirror, etc. They were basically just playing a worse version of my deck. Well, hold on, real quick. Um,. So you, we knew that Boros, Boros, is that a good matchup or a bad matchup for you? It's insanely good. It's insanely good? Because insanely of the Pyroclasm, Slag Storms, I have, or... I have so many sweepers in my board, and I have no Overgrown Battlements main now that I've, well, basically before the tournament, I was like, ah, I don't know what to play. I was like, Overgrown Battlements sucks so bad, now I want to play Viridian Emissary, because I can just chump Boros' dudes, make it, or kill a Goblin Guide. Make a land. It doesn't seem awful. But then I was like, you know what? Uh, lightning Bolt, just because I'm used to it. Like, I played it in the States. I played it everywhere. Also, Drew Levin endorsed Lightning Bolt. I went to Drew Levin, and I said, Drew Levin, if you were going to play uh, Valakid today, what would you play? And he said, 
uh, four lightning bolt in the main, three nature's claim in the side. And I said, well, that's pretty good. Except at the end of the day, I kind of said to myself, you know, I'd rather just have four Verdian Corruptors. Which it feels awkward to say. Like, you, you're never going to get the insect <laughs> kill. And well, so you had one acidic slime main or in the board? One board okay. and three nature's claim board. And okay. also my board was three summoning traps, three pyroglasm, three slide storm. Okay. So the the Verdian Corruptor is going to deal irrelevant damage just all the time. It's just going to block. Like, and, and, you know, and acidic slime was just going to block anyway. You know, acidic slime ne- – okay, Sometimes Lotus Cobra or Acidic Slime gets in for two real damage, and that cuts down the number of Valka triggers you actually need, right. which is sometimes relevant. It literally cuts it down by the entire trigger, which is pretty relevant. But other than that, you're like, uh, whatever. I'd rather just have this Viridian Corruptor because the artifacts and enchantments that are getting played are so much more relevant. Uh, right. Does Viridian Corruptor kill enchantments? I think it's just, no, it's just artifacts. You're right. It's just artifacts. You're right. So, so sorry, the artifacts are just so much more relevant. Yeah, no, I mean, wait, so never mind. Never mind. So Viridian Corruptor, I just completely just re- realized that I'm retarded because I would not play Viridian Corruptor because there were so many ley lines played against me. So many. Just so many. I was I was also, I was played against uh, ley lines. I also killed Journey to Nowhere to instant speed my Primeval Titans a couple times, which is pretty sick. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Journey to Nowhere, not very good against this deck. Uh, I mean, it's it's in some ways helping you. Yeah. Which is you're like worse. Oh, I get more triggers. Yay. <laughs> Uh, final record, final record, seven, three, 66th place, just outside top 64, which is what I heard from one of the judges that was paid out to not a hundred percent about that. Anyhow, so, let's talk about people that actually got paid. Let's do that. Word. So, uh, right. the, the first thing I'd like to talk about is your friend, Sam. Why would you want to talk about my friend? Cause I actually just want you to talk about it. Oh, okay. This is Sam Atkins. Yeah, this is Sam Atkins. Um, I met Sam. States. It was States. Yeah. Um, he almost crushed me with vampires, and I barely beat him. I top decked a Volition Rain. No, I top decked a Jace against him, and I drew a, a baby Jace, drew a card, and Volition Rain something. And it was my, literally the only sequence of cards that I could have drawn. Wow. To win that match. Wow. And yeah, I talked about it on our States report. I was just like, yep, I played a baby Jace, I ripped a card. It was a Volition Reigns. I took his blood with I remember this. <laughs> yes. And, uh, Feels good. So, uh, yeah, ever since then, um, every time I see him at, like, a, he always goes to, I guess he lives in Maryland. Uh, we always go to an event, like, you know, here, Richmond, D.C., Baltimore, whatever. I always see him. We always talk and catch up. Um, but, yeah, I, I talked to him um, on Saturday, you know, like, round four or five. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm playing this list that's just bonkers. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Like, let me see it. And I'm looking at. It. I was like, yeah, oh, well, that's just weird. What is this? Yeah. Like, he's just like, yeah. I just play four Gavaliers. I strap equipment to him, and then I just smash their face. And yeah. Like, what was the list? Is... It was it was 15 creatures and a bone horn. It's 15 so it's creatures. Um, I mean, obviously, it's got goblin goblin guides in it because it's just a oh, aggressive yeah. red deck, of course. Uh, four Gavaliers, four GPs, and two heroes of Oxid Ridge, and uh, Mai's Molten Tail Master Court. Right. Um, you also have Bone Horde, though. That's, that's kind of Bone Horde, which is pretty much a creature. But then there's also six other equipment. Yeah. It's two Adventuring Cures, two Collars, and one of each of the swords. Which is and kind of insane. And he actually has another sword of black and green in uh, the board. I mean, when you're not playing white for Stoneforge Mystic, you kind of just have to load up on super equipment, yeah. right? Well, that's the thing. Like, strapping either one of the swords to the Goblin Gavalier is pretty nuts. Seems nasty. Because that dude tramples. That yeah. dude's gonna connect. Like, he might die, but he's gonna connect. He's gonna, he's gonna connect. get value from it, you know, forcing through damage. Absolutely. Um, and then you get a wolf, or you kill them. Yeah. There, there is a lot of burn in this deck. Four Bolt, four Gal- or four Arc Trail, and three Galvanic Blast. And Galvanic Blast hilariously can actually just deal four. He's got yeah. seven artifact yeah, well, yeah, equipment. Like, so. That was the thing that we were talking about. He was like, I don't know if Galvanic Blast should be something else. Like, he tossed around other ideas. He was like, what do you think about Fork Bolt? And I was just like, well, you know, Galvanic Blast actually seems a little bit better in this format, like right now with all the Kaga. Right. Um, just because you can just respond to equipment. Right, exactly. Um, Instant speed is huge. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, Cop of the Hammer is probably pretty fucking bonkers in his deck, too. Oh, yeah, yeah like, definitely. Um. But yeah, like I'm, I'm I, like I was telling Chris about it when we were leaving on Sunday. I hadn't <clears throat> seen any of the tournament coverage at all all weekend. 
Um, you were telling I me about this deck, early. and I was like, "Wow, this deck sounds like trash." And then he was like, <laughs> yeah. "He was like, yeah, he's he's five zero oh, and one." And I was, oh no, he said, he said he's five and one. And then we checked out the coverage. Apparently, the round that he thought he was five and one, he's five zero oh, and one. <laughs> and the guy was just smashing face all day, or apparently drawing with your mono red deck, which is just embarrassing. But <laughs> awkward. The guy top aided, so I'm I mean, me, like, a lot of weird decks are just drawing all day. I'm gonna say I like Sam Atkins Goblin's deck a lot more than the. Other mono red variants like the Kaldotha red deck or the Devastating Summons oh. decks. Like this, this, uh, this is a lot I, more I love consistent. a deck that has dudes that stay on the field without sacrificing your entire <laughs> yeah. ship. Everything that there is to do about card advantage. I'm not a fan of the all in style red decks. I don't know. Fuck that shit. And I'm, I'm hoping that that deck goes away because it's, it's unfortunately that it, that deck existing is warping the metagame with, with people's board cards and what decks are playable. So like hopefully. People stop playing it so much so that other decks can thrive, and uh, if, if it continues to not show up so much, people will stop playing it, and then yeah. we can move on with our lives. Well, right. I've, I've made this That'd analogy nice. before. The, the Kadatha Red deck is kind of like the Ross Perot of Magic tournaments. <laughs> it has giant ears. <laughs> they're just there to make sure that you don't win. Ross Perot They're not the- going to win, and they know they're not going <laughs> to win. They're just there to make sure that you don't win. Ross Perot made the Crane Canyon. <laughs> Ross Perot likes to talk from third person. Yes, he does. Uh, um, what else we got in here? I want to talk about Ali Andrazi's deck. Oh, yeah, do it. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. I just talked about Sam Atkins' deck. Do you want to talk All about All right, sure. I'll talk about Andrazi's deck. God, I, I love this thing. I, I, I saw him Mindslaver, a Valkid player, and then the Valkid player played a Primeval Titan to kill himself with Valkid triggers, which is pretty nasty. Um, the guy, okay, just insane. Okay, let's talk about the cards that are just off the friggin' wall. First off, Thrumming Bird. Thrumming Bird, you say? Yes. You have Everflowing Chalice, Ratchet Bomb, Tumble Magnet, and that's, and Jace the Mind Sculptor that all get proliferated with him. Uh, you also have Tum, well, Tumble Magnet is not that confusing at this point, but Contagion Engine is like, huh? You're like, okay, well, I guess on turn six, I like to kill my aggro opponents. Uh, except except it's you've not got on turn this six. ever-blowing chalice. Uh, excuse me, it's actually turn three, because <laughs> turn one, at a, a cryptologist, you turn two a thrumming bird, you turn three a grand architect, you play out contagion engine, and you sweep their blue. <laughs> Yeah, Grand Architect. Grand Architect, that was the important part of that conversation, is that <laughs> Grand Architect is also in this build, which is just insane. We should probably mention this is mono blue. This is mono blue. Treasure Mage searches out uh, Steel Hellkite, Worm Coil Engine, and Contagion Engine, I believe. Another thing we should also mention is that it's mono blue with one counterspell. Stoic Rebuttal. One Stoic Rebuttal. Which just because. Which is actually <laughs> just counterspell, obviously, in this deck. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just infinite things. So, um... And only two Jason the Mind Sculptor, even less than everyone else is playing. And yes, it's still got four preordained. And you also can Inkamoth Nexus, which is pretty cool, because you make an Inkamoth Nexus, pump it with the Grand Architect, and you're like, ugh, take two infect. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll throw me for the rest. No, it'll throw burn it all the way. Uh, oh my god. Awesome. Yikes. I don't know what Mystifying Maze is even in there for, because I don't think that Mystifying Maze actually does anything. I saw it do some work. I, I watched at least one game on on the GG's live coverage right, where it. I don't. <laughs> it, it I mean, removes an attacker from combat. It, oh, wow! It, it, did ex- it did exactly what it looked like it did. Whoa! Essentially, it did its job. Okay. Essentially, this is a monocolored deck, and you get some extra value lands. Like you, he's got so many artifacts and things that just aren't heavily color committed. That you can just get away with playing some value stuff. Yeah. His deck so. is so awesome because he just straight ignores his opponent. Yeah, he does. Like, he, he's just like, it's a monocolor deck. He's like, I don't, fuck, I don't even want Tectonic Edge. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> even care. Because he just literally just kills his Valkyrie opponents because he's like, oh, well, you can have everything that you do. I'll take all of your Primeval Titan activations. Like, I'll Mind Slaver you at the perfect time every game. Because I've got these three tre- Treasure Mage and two Mindslaver. So yeah. where did Ali on Tarazi place? He, he placed eighth, which is unfortunate because he... I mean, like, well, not that unfortunate because I don't want to see this deck. <laughs> I don't want to see people oh, Dude, I can only deck. imagine, like, Ali Andrazi, like, he's a pretty well-known player. I mean, and he has he has a knack for being a brewmaster and just coming up with weird shit. Honestly, But, he like, when to... he was, like, turn one cryptologist, they're like... Oh shit, he's on Dredge. He's dredge on old school Dredge. Right. And then he's like, turn two, throw him at Like, what the fuck is he doing? What the <laughs> hell's going on? Like, 
honestly, I think he's just bored with magic. Like <laughs> he, he, he just accidentally crushed face to the top eight of this. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he has to be so bored. Well, like now he's just testing himself. He's like. Let's just see what this, I can do with this grand architect. Exactly. <laughs> so, Chris, was it was it you I was talking to where I was saying, essentially saying people don't people don't try often enough. Like you just need to like try to play whatever you want, and it turns out that that can just be awesome. Well, here's it, the thing. I think when people, I think there's uh, there's a good number of people who will like you'll know they'll brew and take something to F and M, and they they'll have a good time with it and they'll you know do whatever they'll do their two two or three one or four zero oh, their F and M or whatever. And then when it comes to a big event, they're like, oh, shit, I got to take this seriously. Like, I didn't have really time to play test anything that brewed. So I'm just going to take one of these tried and true decks. I'm going to I'm gonna go copy a list off the internet. And right. so this leads me to a good, a good buddy of mine, local player, and somebody that just doesn't bother to you know doesn't bother to net deck lists. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's my fucking hero. Michael Rooks played this furnace celebration deck if you haven't seen it before essentially what it tries to do is uh put the combo together which is awakening zone and furnace celebration well that's the obvious combo but literally furnace celebration is everything about this deck absolutely so it's a deck that's built entirely on synergy and everything kind of builds towards a kind of inevitable end game of you can't get through all my stuff. I just have a, like, I'm just doing this over and over, and you're just going to die. Uh, yes, when you sacrifice an Eldrazi spawn token, you get the mana. Yep. And it triggers the furnace celebration. And so then you you're are paying one fucking mana to shock. It's yes. Sick. It's awesome. Um, Kozilek's Predator and Estivator to enable it, Cunning Spark Mage. And <coughs> Molten Tail Mastigore, he he literally changed one card from the Star City event that they had in Richmond, and he just added a Mortar Pod, mm-hmm. which is, also seems really, really quite good. Um, against the aggressive decks, what he's trying to do to keep himself alive is the Sylvic Life Staff, which is not in his main deck. It's in his board. But it's in his board. And it... He actually I, said he usually takes game one against Boros. Yeah. Just because of all the shock effects. They're like, not yeah, they're not prepared. He also main decks Arc Trail, which is yeah, pretty darn good sick. against uh Boros. So I don't know. Michael, good on you. I <laughs> I I love the fact that you just continue to play off the wall stuff that that sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. Um when you played Green Black Elves in, in Atlanta, Dude, I, I, was... I tried to talk you off that cliff and, and you just went for it and jumped off anyway. But you know, uh that that deck was it was it was a brew, and you know, sometimes your brews work, and sometimes they don't. Well, it's funny. Like I watched him at the feature match, and his opponent was playing Kadatha Red. Yeah, and he was just like, he was having so much fun getting his ass whooped by Michael Brooks. Like, yeah, it was hilarious. He was just like, I don't, I don't even. I want that deck list. I don't. I'll, I, absolutely, I'll play it next event. Like, give me that deck list. Like, like just Kadatha Reds. Like, usually, just like curb stomp turn three. Like, Michael Brooks yeah. is just like. I'll gain three life. I'll kill that guy. I'll kill that guy. Like at what point he like Kadatha rebirthed and like Goblin like chieftained and Brooks is just like burp burp burp. Yeah. He's like okay, so he's got red deck wins in top deck mode with like infinite shocks on the board. Yeah. So obviously he's not going anywhere. Obviously, <laughs> and it, like and his board is literally just awakening zone, awakening zone, furnace celebration. Yeah. And it was holding off an entire red deck. Still life staff. Also the turn one life staff. Yeah. <laughs> was doing so. some really good work. He also was able to chain. The life staff onto multiple Eldrazi spawns. You have an equip spawn. You sacrifice it for, for a, mana. a mana, gain three life, and then use that mana to equip the next Eldrazi spawn. Yeah. So you can actually just like <laughs> chain all of them together for life. Yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty brutal. Uh, what else was in this top eight? Um. Oh, we can talk about the Avener. Mr. Uh, Jerry T. Jerry T. Man, okay, so is this serious? It did did Jerry and Alex just make it to the finals again? Yeah, again. The did, did these guys just run the tournaments? They may as well. Like, uh, okay, so what? I, uh, Jerry T. I want to talk about JJ. By the way, on the cast last week, very excited that he was on the right path. He picked Angel Fire, Jerry T. On the same page. I actually hooked them up. I actually was like, Hey, Jerry. You should talk to to JJ. You guys should talk about why JJ was wrong and make him a better deck builder. <laughs> and 
Uh, Tell him why White Sun Zenith is not the card to play right now. Well, he didn't actually play White Sun Zenith. I know. But, I mean, JJ found the right idea, and uh, Jerry was like, you know what? Uh, this is why your deck was just a little bit subpar to mine, and it wasn't actually that bad. Actually, we've had the same cards, we just had them in different places, and I have an Inferno Titan, which is literally it. Oh, sorry, and the mana base was a little messed up. But it was like a week more of testing, I feel like JJ was on the spot. Yeah. Um, the thing is, uh, we really... I think that, that this this new deck is just amazing because before the tournament even started, I was thinking, okay, I was telling people, and my, my conversation for the week was, uh, I think three damage is the answer to the format. Like, Lightning Bolt is really good. Uh, it hits everything that ever gets equipped by a stone for, or sorry, by a sort of whatever, sort of anything. And... Except uh, for Stoneforge Mystic. Except for Stoneforge Mystic. So I was like, I was telling D-Sale, I was like, play Burst Lightning because you can kick it on a Stoneforge Mystic or a Wolf Token. Seems good. And Jerry T was like, one up, you motherfucker. I'll put a Basilisk Call on a Spark Mage, and it's all done. <laughs> like, and guess what? I get to search it up with my Stoneforge Mystic. So <laughs> it's all Fuck over. It, put, a, put a 12 butt on that thing. It's still dead. <laughs> exactly. So this deck is essentially just Cogo update adding red for... Board, for board cards of bas- of four Spark Mage and an Inferno Titan. Well, it's also playing three main deck bolts. And then three main deck bolts. Right. The it, bolts, dro- it drops some of its counter magic for bolts. And the bolts are insane. Yeah. In in this metagame right now, yeah. Yeah, right. everything's Boros and Kago. And yeah, it's pretty fucking bonkers. Kind of makes me happy that I was on the right page. Too bad I was still playing Valakut because I just can't get off that deck. And Alex Bertoncini playing red, blue, green again. The we thought same that deck had fallen deck. off. <laughs> the same didn't, deck. Didn't See, the wheels fall off of this deck? Like, please. Well, tell run me. control kind of fell off for a while to bug control because bug control had access to Grave Titan. So they were just like, well, let's just play Precursor Golem. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same damn thing. <laughs> so this is awesome. Is it? His main deck is running three Precursor Golems. That's bonkers. Which is insane, because if I played Alex Bertoncini, I would have smashed his face in, apparently. Uh, I thought those Precursor Golems do some good work. And yes, Chris Gasby, I guess you were right. I guess you're vindicated, because he's tried to sell me on a Precursor Golem for weeks, and I just kept telling him no. But But apparently Precursor Golem is good. I never get sick of hearing you say that. Yeah. You were right, Chris Gasby. Thanks. And I was wrong. Turn three precursor. Anytime I is say really something good. ridiculous, just think about it. We, yeah. Okay. You can tell me I'm wrong because it's fine because two weeks later you'll be like, Casby, you were right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we do our fair share of, of back and forth. Sometimes you, you pick things that are not very good. What was the last thing I picked that wasn't very good? Phyrexian Digester. Oh, come on. I'm going to make that. It's way better than Vector. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's get a viewer input on this one. Yeah. Uh, No. (sighs) Just no. Um, Okay, and and then in three weeks when Phyrexian Digester's ripping it up, (laughs) I'm going to be like, yep, Casby's right again. Phyrexian (laughs) Digester, it's just the sickness. Just the nastiness. Just the nastiness. Uh, So... Okay, well, that, that's a good standard talk. Uh, what happened in Legacy? Okay, so, guys, we we have heard your cries, and I, I don't know if it's the same guy over and over or what, but no, it's not. people want us to talk about Legacy, and I'm going to do my best to talk about Legacy here. Uh, I play Legacy when I can, and I'm interested in it, but I don't own enough cards to really play it efficiently. Like I can't really like I don't know I can't, force of will. Well like I can't I can't just like change decks at the drop of a hat. Right. So I usually go to tournaments unprepared based on card availability, which I feel is the most limiting factor to legacy tournaments in general. Absolutely. Sometimes yeah. Absolutely. Um so I looked at a lot of the top eight decks and a lot of them I said, Wow, I don't think I'm qualified to talk about that deck. I don't know what a couple of these cards do. Um, Fortunately, the one who won, you do know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Team America ended up taking down this event, Daniel Signori. Uh, This is a black-blue-green control aggro-type deck that... It's junk, right? It's essentially junk, I guess. Well, the junk deck uh, plays, like, Pernicious Deeds and Vindicates. This is more like Team America. It's kind of its own... 
topic at this point. Uh, it plays Tombstalkers and Tarmogoyfs to beat you down. And then it plays Dazes and Force of Wills to counter all your stuff. And then it plays all kinds of kill spells. And I guess the most interesting one being uh, the two go for the throat, which is new. Um, I don't know if he just wanted to try it. There's certainly a plethora uh, of good two mana removal spells for Legacy to to choose from. He did Whoops. win the event. Let's so, give him the the, the uh, benefit of the doubt that he may have actually tested. I mean, yeah, I I, I believe it. And <laughs> well, that being said, there's there's so many decks in in Legacy now. Like there's a there's like a weird Forge Master deck that runs with like like we talked about last week with the the double mana two pain lands and stuff like that. Okay, so. You know, there's, and there's affinity deck in legacy. Like, I want to talk like, about. Is bad. I want to talk about my, what I, my legacy experience for the weekend because I sat around and I watched a lot of games and I like learned as much as I could about the format. And I felt I feel like there's just obviously a ton of innovation that's available. Like Cherry T had a green white elves deck that dumped his entire hand or entire deck into play in turn four. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But like, also I I, I don't understand the draw of legacy tournaments if uh, i've heard more kitchen table rules questions at a legacy tournament than i have at a standard tournament uh, the the big draw of legacy is that people want to do the most powerful thing possible Cause that's that's really the draw all right can i do things during my upkeep step daniel sale okay whether whether they understand the rules of magic what or if not what about three rishon points whether they understand how magic works or not they Magic is a game that's been around for a very, very long time, and a lot of these guys probably have these cards from when they were kids or picked up a bunch of cards from their friends who dumped them on them because they don't even play Magic anymore. That's how a lot of people end up with legacy collections, believe it or not, is like the the myths of yard sales and whatever. You, you talk to people about, like, why do you have all these legacy cards? They're usually guys that either played the game in the 90s when... Nobody knew any better about card values or they were very low or they're people that picked them up for a steal. The the guys that are buying in to Legacy are, are rare. They really are. So a lot of these guys, they just want to play the most powerful things and they, they want to have the individual, like... It's not that I don't understand why people play Legacy. You want to know why people I'm play so why bad? so many bad players are playing the most powerful format. Besides Vintage. I, I don't know. It's just insane to me. That's all I'm saying. There are, there I, are, I walked around look, and I saw probably some of the worst plays I've ever seen in my it's life. It's probably more insulting because they're playing really good cards. They're, and they're playing bad. the best cards there ever were. Exactly. They're playing really good cards poorly and it stands out. It makes because, me feel mad. Because you, you're I'm like, looking why am I not it? playing this format and wrecking these kids? But <laughs> at the same time, there were 700 people at this event in D.C. And I'm sure a lot of them had very good decks and they played them very poorly. You just didn't notice. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, the room's just so big, and it's easy I to... I also wasn't watching, walking around watching games in between the oh. standard tournament, because I was like, well, I know what all this shit does. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go smoke a cigar. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Also, um, people that play in legacy events don't generally drop as quickly. There, there tends to be less legacy events that happen. So when they get an opportunity to play their deck, they play it all. They want to play it out for a long time. I will say so that they the don't legacy drop players often. that I've seen that play really do want to do it for fun. Yeah. Like it's it, it seems like it's a really fun format. Uh, it seems like I want to hop in because I want to beat all these kids. It's like but it's, it seems like it's just a different whole like a whole another set of just like game analysis in that format cuz you're just like in standard you'd like okay I have to beat A B C D or E at most at E. Like you right. know like you there's decks on your radar. When you're playing legacy it's just like all right I there's, just want to take there's decks there's like decks A through J but there's also Infinite variations on A through J, so there's like A1, A2, A3, yeah. B2, B3, like just yeah. like so many little tweaks and stuff, and it's just like so much like reaching across and being like, what's that do? Well, and then, oh, wow. and then <laughs> there's not too much of that. Some jerk like me will come up and just be like, I'm playing Dragon Stompy, it was good in 2008. <laughs> but, well, I showed, I showed you know, up, uh, you know, to do the open draft, like what around noon or something, kids are outside smoking, and one kid was like, I need a Dawn Strider. Does anyone have a Dawn Strider? And everyone's like, what the fuck's a Dawn Strider? Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, it's a Mercadian Mask where it does blah, 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 blah. And they're like, I have never heard of that card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And it's like, just shit like that. It's just like, so much little tweaks and little like, ooh, let me get you text. Yeah. Like. See, that's why it sounds like fun. I'd still play Dredge. 
I would play Dredge every goddamn day. I, I want to get, I want to put Dredge back together and I want to play it in Legacy because it my, it's my favorite deck of all time. I feel, like we were talking, I feel so bad. Like our friends Romario and Fleer, they came up on Sunday just to play Legacy. Oh. <laughs> Romario was playing uh, Merfolk or whatever, and I guess James just was itching to play because he couldn't go on Saturday. So he hand, Romario hands him Dredge. He's like, here, you can play this. <laughs> like, this I mean, isn't complicated at all. <laughs> yeah, well, James, it doesn't have was, the most. He was giving it like the old college try, you know. Like he, he seemed like he was making good plays, but well, he was also he's making playing very it awkward fair. plays. He's <laughs> playing it fair. You can't ever play dredge fair. You can play dredge in like the worst, least magicy ways you can ever play magic. You're like, uh, exactly like we were talking about in the last cast. So many times I've been like, uh. Draw, discard, Golgari, Grave Troll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I'm, do the, like, it, it is, Dredge is literally the kind of deck where it is like, flip over my deck, show you all the cards in my deck, and ask if I win. Do I win? I win. And, I like, do. <laughs> wait, Cabal Therapy four times first. I mean, <laughs> and we're, we're gonna get so trashed for our legacy coverage of this podcast. Dude, I love, no, okay, I, I played Dredge enough times to know what the hell Dredge does. I love Dredge. Like I it literally, I feel like it's uh, it's probably not very good because like I mean obviously it's so it, it did hated out. it did pretty yeah because it's so easily hated it and then like uh, it's not like the big bad guy of the legacy format anymore, but uh, like I don't know there I feel like the big bad guy for this tournament was countertop because apparently it was at it was such a big showing in the past few huge legacy tournaments right. so. Tell me how Team America beats Countertop, or if it does, um, or why it does. It's him to Torok. It plays him to Torok. Is that pretty much is it? It's pretty much it. It also has Stifle, which Stifle's can be pretty, pretty good in, in a the like a, a very key moment. Um, you can also use the Stifles to just stop their land. which which Is that like a, a really big play in Legacy? Because uh, I know no, it's pretty big in Extended no, for a while. It's... It's you, like, oh, look, I'm really techie. <laughs> you you make that play, they're like, crack my wooded foothills, and you're like, stifle it. And that could actually be the best play possible, or it could be the worst play possible. And you just don't really know. You do know. And, like, you I have to know. It, you miss a land drop? Uh, Okay. I guess I want to okay. make this play. Yes. I'm going to make this stifle a wasteland. I mean, Go. it's yeah. it, like it's not funny magic. Like the 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 rules of logic still apply. Where yeah, like if they're not getting land and you want to one mana stone rain them, then yeah, like seems pretty you good. Should, you should do that. Um, no, don't really stifle people's fetch lands. That's not a very good play. It's seems just pretty it's good. just not like for the most part, it's not. You want to like there are so many better things you could be doing with it, and it's it's all matchup dependent. It's all. Uh, it's all just the context of what's happening in the matchup. So there, I can't lay out a, a this is the best thing to do with your Stifle type situation because, like Casby said, there's so many different decks in the format that it's literally impossible to say this is the best deck, I'm going to play it and run it. Instead, this is the kind of format where you try to do one of the most overtly powerful things you can and hope that it's good enough to beat everyone. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. That's why you saw a lot of show and tell decks at this event. Um, I was soccer. I, I liked to. Uh, I appreciated the Doomsday deck. The Dude, second very place. insane, uh, right? That, That's usually a sideboard strategy for Ant, right? Uh, it's. I have no idea. But. <laughs> okay, well, I apparently know more than Detail about Legacy because it's definitely a sideboard strategy for Ant, and I did not realize that it could be a, a main deck like. I have seen a whole, like, I, I really have been trying to get into this format. Like, I really, every time I, I go to one of these opens, I see the Legacy Day, I'm like, this deck seems fun. <laughs> I'm like, I want to play Goblin Ringleaders and draw four cards. The issue or, is that every time that you see that, and then you're like, get really excited, you go to any kind of vendor, or you try to trade for any of these cards, and you realize, oh, shit. <laughs> this deck is going to cost me like oh, 600 Well, I don't bucks. have to own my deck, so I'd gonna rather cost like 800 bucks. <laughs> and I, I mean... Work for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The cards exist, the decks exist, and you can get them, but uh, I don't know. I Do you know what the attendance was for the Legacy event? It was like 400 or something. That's pretty big, actually. It's pretty it was, big. It was a little, I was I'm, really surprised I'm when pretty I got impressed, there I'm pretty day. impressed by that one. They usually see a bigger fall-off than that. But, I mean, it's a, it's a real format. I kind of wish that they would introduce something that doesn't use dual lands yeah 
Duel Lands really is keeping it like Duel Lands and Force of Will. While I understand that people love those cards and they keep wanting to play them because they're super powerful and and fun, Mm -hmm. I kind of wish that we could move on to a format that doesn't involve that. Well, we were talking about this yesterday, like earlier this year when they were talking about doing uh, extended into Super Standard. Yeah, they were also talking about doing Legacy, the the Mercadian Mass Forward. Yeah, it's all. I want it's all. I want that format to happen. I mean, mean, it's, it's just. It's you know, all rumor, and it's and then Tarmogoyf becomes an actual card again. For as amazing as that format would be, and as fun as it would be, I don't think we're going to see it this year. I don't even know if we're going to see it in the next year after that. But at at some point, Magic will have to do that. But I don't think we're going to see it at, at least not in 2011. Well, you know, it's it's something to keep in mind. I mean, I I don't honestly think I'll be playing that legacy format either because I don't. Really have anything from now? I do. Those I, sets on either. Okay, yeah. I will say I do have all those. Cards. I will definitely be playing okay. that format. Cool. And when we go back to Ravnica, they'll just make all the dual lands again. And then you have a new chance to pick them up. Nasty. <laughs> Ta-da. Papa. All right, boys. I'm going to talk about this beer. Then we're going to bring it home. No, no, no. We have to do some shout outs. Shout outs. Yeah. Do it after my beer review. Shout outs right. now. We, we can do it after. Fine. The after the beer. Go ahead. Beer. Okay. It's so some kind of hot Well, it's thing. part of the shout out. Oh. We stole that beer. Yeah. What? We stole that beer. <laughs> I killed... told you I scrubbed out and I went back to the hotel. What? And like I, one of my buddies, well, a couple of my buddies live in, in D.C. And they were, and I was like, hey, come on over. And he's like, all right, I'll bring some beers. And I was like, don't worry about it. I got some whiskey. He's yeah. like, well, I like beer. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I had to run over a six-pack of beer and we drank some. And then we went out to go to this Thai food place, which is awesome. Like right by, I don't even know what it's called. I think it was called Tsunami. Or something like that, but it was awesome. But um, at any rate, tsunami. We uh, yeah, brought a six pack of just like a mixed six pack, and we brought three beers, and this was one of them. So, I feel uncomfortable about drinking stolen beer. I I I, I <laughs> actually stolen. He left it at the the hotel. I have remorse for drinking this beer. Uh, all right, Chuggers remorse. Just tell me you really enjoyed it. So this <laughs> is the hot back amber amber ale, uh, handcrafted by the Trogues brothers. It is from Harrison, Pennsylvania. It is 6% alcohol by volume. And it's got a picture of a hop on the front. It is, it is a hop. And it tastes Do like hop. hops. <laughs> I don't know. This It was a beer. It was a very hoppy beer. It was... I mean, most beers are pretty hoppy. Not most beers. Not really. Okay, this one had some hops flavor to it. <laughs> That's... You know, you're letting everyone in the internet know how undiscerning your palate is. This is the worst. <laughs> this is a this. Shut up. This is my segment. Um, each batch of hop amber ale. Shut your phone up. God, you got a new phone. Now you're just like big man on campus getting Sorry. text messages. They get silent. Uh, each batch of hop back amber ale flows through a bed of whole flower hops, creating a fresh aroma, spicy taste, and rich caramel note that defines our signature beer. I I didn't detect any of that. <laughs> apparently, apparently there's some mythical stream, like, and it's like my pretty princess type shit where there's like a rainbow going over the top, and you you like have a stream of beer. It's like Willy Wonka type thing going on. Anybody? You know? All right. They're, Willy Wonka. Yeah, they don't. If you want to view paradise, look around. around. If, if, if Willy Wonka run a, ran a brewery instead. I would be so much happier. I would watch that movie. Wanna change the world? There's, There's nothing, nothing to it. it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a lot more drunk than I am. Like wow. <laughs> All right, boys, and that's gonna do it for my beer review. <laughs> How many hops out of ten? There are a lot more than there. I don't know. There's I'm upward, guessing there's upwards of a million hops in this beer. How many hops out of a million? There's really not. I don't know. Six you, out of a million. Can you do the hop? Can I do the hoppity hop? The hoppity hop. Hip it up. I'll give it. I'll give it a hip hop out Isn't of. That a buddy hop. Hoppity hops. A hippity hop out of hoppity hops. Yeah. That's All my. Right. That's my. Ra- that's my rating for this one. I'm down for that. Is a hip hop out, out of a hip hop. hoppity hop. <laughs> that's a two out of three. That's something like a two out of three. <laughs> So, highlight of my weekend. Yeah, let's hear it. Scotty Mac, dude. Oh, yeah. That dude is, like, the nicest dude in the world. Absolutely. So, yeah. all right. Like, 
little background story. Scotty Mac wrote us a Facebook message. He was like, hey, guys, you guys are really great. And, uh, well, it's funny because he wrote it actually in response to episode 23. The one with all the bleeps? Yep. Was that what it was? It was episode 26. Was it 26? Sorry. One of our podcasts in recent past had a lot of bleeps in it because DCL thought it was a good idea to try and edit me. I wanted to. Tr- I wanted to try it. I so, wanted to try it. Let me let me tell you about the bleeps because we got a lot of negative feedback about the bleeps, um, yeah, especially from the the co podcasters. Um, basically, everyone didn't even know what was going to happen. So everyone hated it, just in the whole world. Apparently, yep. Uh, not what Scrapland is. Sorry. So, Fuck you guys. Anyways, Scotty Max sends us this Facebook message, kind of just like his take on like. You know, a burgeoning podcast. You know, the ATM yeah. is awesome, and they're, you know, huge. Nice vocab, Casby. What? Burgeoning. Burgeoning. It's actually a magic card, burgeoning. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Um, the, um, so he sends us, like, this really long email, and it was really nice. And so I, you know, when I got around to it, like, a few days later, I sent him an equally long one explaining, like, my view on our podcast and yeah. how I think. So, know, which was basically shut up and die. No, it wasn't like no, that. I'm just no, kidding. Like, <laughs> he was basically saying how, like, when you get into a, a different level, like UMTG Taps does, you have to start making concessions to people that you are answering to. Right. And I was like, and he was just like, you know, don't do the bleeps. You know, if you guys want to do something like that, just clean up your content. I don't think you should. And I agree. I don't think we should either. No, our content is good. <laughs> but, at, you know, it was just like, I don't, you know, like... You know, this whole thing with, you know, people wanting our content or, or not wanting it, whatever. And I was just like, they're not, I'm not getting anything out of it. You know, <laughs> like, if you guys want to listen, I want I want everyone who wants to listen to us to listen to listen us. Listen to us, yeah. That being said, I can't really <laughs> cater to you guys. Like, this is awesome and it's fun and hopefully like, everyone loves it and... You know, that's I'm what happy. Scotty was saying too, and he was. Just I'm like, happy where we are. We're not. So. We're not going anywhere. We're not changing our content. I'll we're tell not, you what, guys. I am going to sell some T-shirts. We have. We have gotten like. I. I. At one point, I got an email that was some. It said something like, "You guys were like four days late posting the podcast <laughs> this weekend, and I was scared that you guys just gave up and didn't want to do it anymore." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. like I just didn't get around to sending it out. I just like I, just, I. It was all edited. We did it. Like I'm sorry. Like." It was it was really encouraging for that guy to say, I have so little faith in you guys that <laughs> I felt like you probably just hung it up and said, forget it, we're not doing it anymore. And, like, that's not going to happen. We're, like, if, we, we definitely try to keep you guys updated with everything. If, if you want to know everything about the Scrubland podcast, we have a Facebook page. Yeah, and we we Scrub really Land podcast. we appreciate your emails. We appreciate your comments on the on the MTG Cast page. We love you. The Facebook page is really the the best place to to hit us and to interact with us. Absolutely. That, me and Burroughs are pretty much on there all the time. Oh yeah. Um, also, I, I want, one thing I want to say is this game is just so nuts and awesome, dude. Like this this past five uh, K we talking went about Carcassonne, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this past five K we went to in DC. Um, I was you know sitting there playing a match or whatever, and this dude comes up to me and is like, did you used to play Magic in Woodbridge? And, like, Woodbridge is where I'm from. Yeah. And I was like, yeah? Yes. And he's like, like, I think we used to play together. Together. And I was At like, some point. And he didn't look familiar, but, I mean, he just looked like, he was, you know, obviously a lot older. I played in Woodbridge like 10, 15 years ago or whatever. So I was like, Cool, man. So we just sat down. And I was like, "So you still play or whatever?" He's like, "Nah, just some of my friends came into town, play, you know, visited, and like we just stopped by. Like they're playing, I stopped by to visit them, whatever." I was like, "Awesome, dude." And he's like, "I still have this deck." We bust out like this white weenie deck, and we're just playing cards. It was just like we were like kids again. Like at the PTQ, we went to in Maryland. Like same thing. I just ran into people I haven't seen in like ten years, ten fifteen years. And it was just like, "What's up?" Like, "Hey, good to see you." <laughs> like it was just. It's so awesome just, like, running into people that you just haven't seen in years and just, like... Yeah. You know, like, when I was a kid, like, I played Magic. Like, I play Magic a lot now. Like, when I was a kid, it was literally all I did. Wow. Like, when... It was pretty much since, like, Revise came out up until, like, the end of high school. It was, like... It was, like, I played Magic all the time. Like, I was in a band, and I played Magic, and that was it. Nice. I was just a smart kid, so I didn't have to study. Like, I didn't do anything. Nice. <laughs> so... Those Asian brain cells. It's, yeah. yeah. They just, they <laughs> that that are work. well beyond pride. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is what drugs and alcohol do to you kids. Don't let it do it to you. <laughs> so, or but no, do it just, and enjoy it. But it, 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 it just felt like really... Like, not sound mushy. It was just very... It's sounding really mushy. I know, and I, I, I think that's okay. Can we get a hog fest I, on this cast? I think it's okay. I'm getting out the giant comical uh, rake and pulling you off stage at this point. Wah, 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 wah. I was going to get out the giant comical double-sided dildo. But... <laughs> 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 oh, dude. Heavens wow. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it. We're done. We're out of here. Scrubland Podcast on Facebook and Scrubland Podcast at gmail.com. I just want to let you guys know that's how you can contact us, and you should. And you also, should. pretty soon, I'm going to let you guys know I have some, some T-shirts that I ordered, and I'm going to sell them. And we're going to find a place to sell them, uh, I'm hoping, on the Facebook site. But we're going to figure it out. I am going to say one more thing. Um, we haven't been getting as many, like, awful decks lately. And Dude, where's your awful decks? Well, well here's the thing, like... I, I've just been brewing some awful shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I need other people to steer me in the right direction. The, I was talking to DCL earlier. I was like, dude, like, we're just going to make Tesseret Infect, dude. We're just going to play with all these little two-drop and three-drop Infect dudes that are we're artifact gonna make creatures. Five fives. And we're just going to, it's like, dude, how good is it to be able to just dig up a creature every turn, a 5-5 five five creature every turn, like, just dig them up. Like, awful. Like, I, tempered, up, I, I wanted five to make five. a Tempered Steel Infect deck. Like, That's awful. <laughs> what Casby's trying to say is he loves building decks and he wants to see yours too. I'm, even, I'm, if I'm even if they're really bad. I even need if you it's... guys to send me in the right direction because if you don't, I'm going to make awful infect decks. Awkwardly yep. <laughs> infectious. Yep. <laughs> I will never make awkward. <laughs> Pro- Prototype portal mind slaver combo. That actually doesn't That's seem that thing. bad with this Aliantra. There we go. Aliantra. There we go. Let's deck. let's make it happen. Done and done. Done Jeez. and done. All right, boys. Kill me now. We're out of here. Later. See ya. Goodbye, internet. I love you all. Have sex with me now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Six.